Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. She walks by, the men folks stand in rows. Did you know there's a new version of the Clue game out? No. Yes. I hesitated to tell you. Yeah, it's wait, got all wait, new wait. characters. Yeah, it just came out like last month. Brand Wait. new clue. It's got new characters. It's the it's the still the same premise. Yeah, but they're new characters, and uh, I hesitated to tell you because I know what you're capable of when it comes to a clue Shh. game. Shh. No, Stop I'm talking. not gonna shush. Should I pause it? Well, you, you gonna look it up. I'm looking. I'm gonna it pause up. it then. Yeah, I'll stop it. Okay, so you got it. It was released in January 2023, so it's been out for a couple of months. It's got new art. It's got new characters. It's the same premise. It's all ruined. Ruined. Yeah. Are you gonna get it? course not no well wait it looks like the same it's not to me. it's not they've, they've updated i've seen it the 2023 got, refreshed yep. <laughs> and uh not that you need one i mean we've got you shut you, up i thought you were a clue completist but shut um because we've got one two three body, four, blah, blah, four blah. five six seven eight nine ten eleven well, twelve those 13, are all going to be gotten rid of you know what we should do a boxes. contest free yeah, clue game from good company good company car game away they're in varying states of completeness so no, anyway, no, no, no. Those I, are all complete. All good? Those are, I just I, thought I would blow your mind with the new Clue game. I you thought you'd be all did. over it. Yeah. Play, yeah. Uh, Miss Scarlet, Colonel Mustard, Mayor Green, Chief Chef yeah. White, yep. Solicitor Peacock, Professor Plum. Yeah. So it's one, two, three, I don't know. four. It's, it's the same colors and everything. Okay. Well, anyway. Kindly changed it. So. I can't see any pictures of the. Uh, I can't. Okay, yeah, I don't so, know what to tell you. Uh, so uh, that's all wait wait scarlet and peacock so there's still the because my always thing is is i'm always curious if um like for example um white yeah she's always it's always a woman yeah so peacock always Mm -hmm. seems to be a woman Mm -hmm. green always seems to be a man yeah and that was my that was when you said that i was like oh they've really gone out so they've changed it it's chef white instead of mrs white or I'm I'm not yes, you are correct. But I was thinking like, you know, Colonel was, Mustard is now uh-huh. Camellia Mustard and she's a you know, right. whatever, whatever. So well, I, I that was one of my favorite parts of the Outer Banks trip was the clue. Is each day somebody being the murderer? I super got into it. I really well, enjoyed I did, that. It too. It was a, that was yes, a fun thing. I really did enjoy that. Oh, anyway. oh uh, okay, I gotta come down off my hold on. Whew. I thought he'd re- he was really throwing me a curveball. Literally, we had to stop recording for a second so I could look it up. He was holding on to that one as a secret. Yeah. So the um, so okay, clue. I'm not buying any new clue games. Just one, two, three, four, There's five, 17. six, seven, eight, nine. There's seventeen of them over there. Jesus. Yeah. And there's a couple upstairs, I think. No, I think they're all condensed oh, down, all here. down here. Oh, plus those two on the side. So that's seventeen. Oh, yeah, 18, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nineteen. 19. That's, <laughs> and I, I don't think there's any in the game closet left. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to get rid of probably <laughs> 90% of those. So I've got to keep two or three of them. Yeah. i got to keep the 70s version with the pictures, and I want to keep Yeah, you feel effects. naked without at least a yeah. few of them floating about. And the rest of them I could probably get rid of. 
Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, okay, a, a subject change. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin uh, was here last night, and he's like, and my whole thing, Kevin Kevin eats like a fucking bird. He eats like salads, and free, he eats healthy, and he eats food, fruit, and, you know, he's he eats healthy. Whereas I do not. It is the, 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 the Am between, I going to get credit for the new seafood You're going to get credit for the oh, new great. seafood. So, the, so Uber eats, Uber eats, and the pies. Paisanos. Paisano. I see Uber Eats and Paisanos on your front porch more Shut often than those cameras. <laughs> the cameras, the, the cameras. security cameras. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so um, the Paisanos people love me because I tip well. And my whole thing is, as I've said before, I'm good company in the car. If my fat ass is going to sit on the sofa and order food and I'm tipping the people well to deliver it. And... Um, the Uber Eats people. I don't do Grub. I think. I think. I just seem to go to Uber Eats. I, uh, I have I think Grubhub. That's what you do too. Yeah, I have Grubhub as well. Yeah. So uh, the Uber Eats people. God, you and, had milk delivered the other night, didn't you? <laughs> you know what? Stop stalking me. So uh, Kevin, Kevin, and I share a security uh, system. System. Because he's paying for it, basically. So yeah. I just get the benefits. So at any rate, um, he just put me on because he's got the security system in yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Kevin, uh, when Kevin got here and I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten. Because it's so funny. As fat as I am, I can go a whole day without eating anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably part of the reason why I'm fat. Is, I'm, you know, when I'm busy, when I'm doing stuff, I don't think about it. I'm not, food isn't that, right. isn't that high on right. my But the second there's a downshift... Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, it's on the, I'm hungry. Well, you, yeah, you were saying, are you, am I feeling anything? And I said, fish and chips. And then I said, does Outback have fish and chips? And I'm, like, like, I'm not going to fish and chips. And then you, so you got my thing, thing is, and we're my, all mysterious about my it. My thing is, what are you tasting? Because my, oh, my nephew James was laughed at, told me a story. It's like when when I'd come to visit and they were young and they'd be like, I don't care, whatever you want to go. And I'm like, where do you want to eat? That's a big thing for me. Because if you ask me where I want to eat, I will tell you where I want to go to eat. Okay. But when you ask other people, everybody's like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you start with, well, pizza, I don't want pizza. No. Yeah. If you ever ask me what I want to eat, I will tell you where I want to go and what I want to eat. Okay. So at any rate, Kevin said, I'm tasting fish and chips. It was Friday. It's Somehow Lent. he got to fish and chips. He's yeah. a good Catholic. He's used to fish and chips on Friday. So I said, okay. And I did a real quick search because... I'm not, I don't know where a lot of the newer restaurants are because mm. COVID, COVID has screwed up everything. Yeah. Well, apparently there's a place right here in Old Town called Whiskey and Oysters. Yeah. It's like salt and sea. We yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's literally like five minutes away. We were a little hesitant because it looked a little fancy. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't do it, fancy. It is. A, it's a little fancy. Well, yeah, but you can go in there in shorts. Yeah, it's not yeah. fancy. And the prices it's, were reasonable. Right. The prices were reasonable. And we went in Except there. The beer. And they have, they have a, they have a humongous whiskey They have like catalog. 110 whiskeys. Uh, yeah, they got all they're your... on this weird tr- suspended it, track system. It looks, track like, system. it looks like the track system from a dry cleaners. And it's got the bottles of whiskey yeah. on it. It's kind of neat. But anyway, I don't drink whiskey. We don't drink whiskey. I don't drink whiskey. So uh, we showed up there and I looked at the menu before we went. I was like, hey, this looks yeah. pretty good. Well, I can tear up some fried oysters. Yeah. And I can tear up some shrimp cocktail, and some lobster bit. I can tear that stuff up. Well, they had all that stuff. So we went for dinner. 
Fried oysters. Fried, fried oysters. I got. I a, got my fish and chips. I got flounder. Oh, I, the got flounder a, was fresh. I got. I got <laughs> salted caramel. I really did the story about the summer when we were catching all the flounder on the yeah. Chesapeake Bay and. <laughs> I love flounder. Doormat flounder. Flounder is good. It was really good food. So we went back again for lunch today. <laughs> so today he's like, I said, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. Wait, let's go I was like, well, I'll reheat re- my, just... my leftovers in the air fryer. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> okay, come on. So today I, I ordered uh, fried oysters, grilled oysters, and oysters Rockefeller and had a salad. So it was healthy. And, and she crab soup. And she, well, that was dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. I got a bowl of sheet crabs. That was good. Very rich. They could have put a little more crab meat in it, but they could have. Yeah. So, um, you know, and what Kevin said, this is awfully indulgent, and I'm like, what other reason is there for being alive than to eat what you want to eat when you want to eat it? And again, now, of course, now that I've told that story, I'm like. God, I seem very snotty. I seem very pampered. <laughs> I, before I forget, uh oh, when I, when you think of a tank, right? A tank. A tank. You use it to fight, right? Okay. So Army. over the okay. past couple of months, there it was it was a little over a month ago. The Germans were going to give the Ukrainians battle tanks. They kept referring to them as battle tanks, and I'm like, just I. Whenever I think of a tank, I don't think it's like. I don't. What other use jacket is coat. there? Is there? Where's my jacket coat? Where's my battle tank? And I'm like, isn't a tank's just always for battle, right? Well, I guess the I guess in a terms of tank. the ta- well, because a tank may refer to as just a a a, a, a reinforced vehicle. I don't know. A tank may not necessarily. I just kept whenever they say that, I'd say uh, jacket coat. To a battle myself. tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know what we're gonna do. We're on a City Confidential kick. City Confidential. And we're going to do a, uh, a bookends of Ministers Who Kill. <laughs> ministers Who Kill. You <laughs> know, speaking one... of which, we get an awful lot of pious religious people killing off their spouses. We That's sure all do. I'm going to say about that. And this is season 10. Season 10. Episode 9. Episode 9. City Confidential. City Confidential. You know I like City Confidential. Yeah, you do. And... This is called Thou Shalt Not Kill. Thou Biblical shalt reference. not Heavy-handed as usual. Yay. And this is your Paul Winfield narrator. I love him. You gasped when that you heard it. voice. Oh, it's got <laughs> such a... You he does. Just, he I'm was just born for that job. I'm drawn into it. It's, it's like... It's, it, it, He's great. It, it, it's like... I don't know. It's like... It, He's it, a poor man's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, no, stop that. Well, yeah, that, that's that same kind of voice yeah. that you just pulled into, you lulled into. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Anyway, it's okay, go ahead. Sunday morning, July 17th, 1983, and we're in Emporia, Kansas. Emporia, Kansas. Oh, before you get into this, this yeah. is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was on a. Uh, I've been to Kansas. I've been to Junction City, and I've been. Yeah, to you spent some time out there, Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. I was out there for work, and so it's really funny. I they actually referred to uh, Fort Riley, mm-hmm. and they referred to Junction City, which was really funny. Have you I'm been like, to both of all the places in the world. Yay, Junction City, Kansas! I know where Junction City, Kansas is. Okay, well, it's, sorry, it's Sunday morning, and most people in Emporia are at church. But one person who isn't is Sandy Bird. Her husband, Tom, was the popular preacher at Faith Lutheran Church. We meet Tom. At first, I thought Tom was in prison scrubs, and I was like, wait a minute. But I, I got fooled on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. <laughs> Sandy and I were, were high school sweethearts. Uh, we, we met basically our senior year. She was the Valdivic Victorian, and I was the jock. So, now think about that. The preacher's wife... 
<laughs> in a church. No. Okay, go ahead. So a young couple was putting a boat in on the Cottonwood River outside of town when they spotted a woman floating in the water face down Oof. just downstream from a car that had tumbled into the creek. So Tom described himself as the jock and Sandy was the valedictorian. In addition to being the mother of their three small children, Sandy is hoping to get a job as a math instructor and she's working on her master's in computer math, which sounds clunky, but that's what they call well, it back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. We were excited that there was an opportunity for her to teach math and take courses and work on a master's degree in computer math. So that was really the deciding factor in us coming to Emporia. So Tom Bird had developed a reputation as a charismatic and innovative church leader. I'm going to pause you right there. Now, it's really, really funny that he has developed a reputation as a charismatic and innovative yeah. church leader because when you see him, <laughs> he does not look like a charismatic or innovative. about him. The, immediately what popped into my mind, if you know the actor Clint Howard, yeah. Ron Howard's yep. brother, kind of that's Hardy. what he looks like. <laughs> this is his neighbor, Steve Moore. And in the background, they've got a a, a, a a light highlighting the cross on the wall. Yes. So we know that Steve is, is yes. a good Christian as well. Here we go. Tom was the type of person that he could draw people in and make friends with them real easy. People liked him, and he seemed generally interested in you. So under his leadership, the church has grown by leaps and bounds, and it even attracted people from other denominations, like those crazy Methodists and maybe the occasional <laughs> Baptists. Crazy Methodists. That's the Methodist. We're living it up with smoking cigarettes and everything. One such couple was Lorna and Marty Anderson. Marty worked at a lab at the local hospital, and Lorna stayed at home with the couple's four children. Now, Here's, I'm going to pause you again yeah. really quickly. In mm -hmm. my research, yeah. Lorna worked as a secretary at yeah. the church. Oh, okay. I didn't. They didn't say they that. They didn't thing. say that. Gossip, gossip, gossip. Okay. Well, here's journalist Bobby Mliner. Or I, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce that name. M-L-Y-N-A-R. Mliner. No, there's an L in there. Oh, Mliner. Okay. Anyway, here she is. They always looked clean, well-kept. She took good care of those children. And everybody kind of looked at her like super mom. We eventually get a bunch of people who want to talk shit about <laughs> Lorna. <laughs> First up is Charlotte Smith. Is Charlotte your favorite person in this thing? Uh, she has one? to be. The owner of the cookie jar heaven? Yes. The Charlotte, Charlotte's thing. great here. Lay it on us, Charlotte. He had several boyfriends, as I understand, and that I can't condemn a person, but he was kind of a... Lady of the town, can I say that? <laughs> so they got her picture in her shop, <laughs> and she is jar surrounded heaven. by cookie jars. Could jar. it be more Kansas? It's cookie, it's can I, cookie jar. And and she, she, that's all she sells. She is has cookie a jars. mild lisp or something. Mm, yeah. So it's so she has she's a perfect. childlike voice. But she's it's talking very, shit about. Lorna. Is she talking shit about? <laughs> can I say that? I love that. Can I say that? Next up is Esther Setscorn, their former babysitter. A lot of different men will come into her home. She will send the kids and myself to the basement. And I didn't think anything about it because I thought it was normal. You know, I'm the babysitter. She wants to have some privacy because she had a lot of stuff going on upstairs. So yeah, Esther was naive. She was a teenager. So when Lorna's like, do you mind taking the kids down in the basement? I'm going to have a little alone time with Mr. Johnson here. <laughs> 
So she apparently was just like known all over Emporia as a bit of a hoe, which I think is funny. Horrible. So oh, it's funny. After Sandy's death, Tom was over at Lorna's house all the time, and this got the tongues of Emporia wagging. After Sandy's death, he was a lot closer to Lorna Anderson. It was kind of like I will see him. Sometimes every day. Days after Sandy's death, people started questioning what was going on and why was she out on the that remote road that didn't go anywhere and that it didn't make any sense why, why her car would be right. there. What's a preacher's wife doing out here in the middle of the night alone? Is there something going on here we need to know about? I mean, what is she? what's it all about? It's not like it's a main road coming into Emporia. The road goes from nowhere to nowhere. So one thing we learned is that Sandy always wore her seatbelt. Sandy Bird always wore a seatbelt. It's a habit, and you just don't break that habit. So she didn't have on a seatbelt, and that was unusual. She was thrown from the car, and that shouldn't have happened. She was thrown from the vehicle, and that and over at the university, some of her colleagues are also wondering about the strange nature of her death. There was talk at the university that perhaps there was someone waiting for her when she came out of the building someone could have attacked her in the parking lot and taken her down there, done something to her, and thrown her over. So a few days after her death, some nurses over at the hospital where Tom works are speculating on what went wrong, and then they said they could Marty. hear him. Marty, Tom. where Marty works. Tom's I say the Tom? preacher. Yeah. Tom's the preacher. Marty's Marty the... is over at his yeah. job at the hospital. He hears the nurses. You can hear him wheeling himself into the hallway on his chair, <laughs> and he says, Tom killed her. And Oof. they were like, what? One of the women said... You know, isn't it just terrible about the accident? You know, and she said that she could hear Martin Anderson rolling on his chair out the door into the hallway, and he said, "You know, you don't believe that, do you? Tom Bird did it." And of course, as we know, good good company in the car. Who is the first person they always look at? It's the love interest or business partners. Exactly. This is Dale Barger. He is a Dolly Madison employee, and later he will be a jury member. Take it away, Dale. Top of the hour, KVOE, to get your news for the day. And they talked about a hospital employee that had been murdered up close to Junction City in Manhattan. I think it's funny the way they throw these local town names around, like you're supposed to know them. They're like, they well, were just north that, of East No, <laughs> but you do that when you live in a small town. Yeah. It's like people say, oh, you're from Parkersburg. Yeah, I am from Parkersburg, but I'm not. I'm from Vienna. Yeah. yeah I'm not actually like, from me, that's Parkersburg. Parkersburg. Exactly. So this ridiculous story about they're coming back from Fort Riley Oif. and Lorna is sick. And she goes into the cornfield, and then she comes back out, and she says, Marty, I dropped my keys. Marty goes into the cornfield, and he's ambushed by a robber. Oof. The story is so ridiculous. Oof. This is Deputy Bill Deppish. Lorna got out, walked out into the field, approximately 40 yards, to throw up. She came back to the van, told Marty that she had, when she had bent over, she had dropped the keys. She asked Marty to get out to go look for her keys which he did, and that's when he was killed. Somehow Marty got shot. Shot in the back of the head execution style. She told us that she thought it was a robbery, and his billfold was gone, his credit cards. That's the story she told him. Unbelievable. So when she got so back wait, in... Wait, 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 wait. 
So now think about this. She's claiming stomach woes. Mm-hmm. She goes into a field to vomit. Uh-huh. She comes back to the car and says she's lost her keys. Marty goes to find them and is ambushed wait, wait, by a robber. And there's her, the children are in the back of the van. Correct. One of them saw what happened. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yes, isn't so that horrible? precisely no one bought this story. Suspicion continues to mount. Lorna, the insurance company that held the life insurance for Marty, called the cops on Monday to say that Saturday, the day after Marty Oof. was killed, he was killed Friday night, Saturday morning, Lorna called the insurance company and wanted to know exactly what was coming to her. She contacted him before noon on Saturday after the homicide occurred on Friday night wanting to get all the details about the insurance and how quick she could get it. On November 28, 1983, the Geary County DA's office arrests Lorna with conspiracy to commit murder. Her long string of lovers was apparently enough motive, they felt. Here's her neighbor again. There had been people who were suspicious of Lorna Anderson and thought perhaps she would have a role in it. My impression has always been probably that She's a little bit on the Looney Tunes side. So yeah, apparently everybody knew she was a hoe, and she wasn't all that bright. So when the cops searched her home in her lingerie drawer, well, here's Deppish again. He'll tell you what he found. Uh, But as I dug down through the lingerie, and some of it was pretty exotic, but I went clear down to the bottom of that lingerie drawer and found a couple envelopes. The love letters related how they would be together uh, after Friday night. In these letters that Tom Bird had written to her, he said, we will be together after Friday. Oh, so he was killed Friday. my God. Just when you think this can't get any more ridiculous, we learn that Lorna had a beautician who works as a welder by day and is her beautician at Please night. Please say that again. He's a welder by day, a beautician by night. He and looks like the Unabomber. He, they showed, they a, showed picture. a picture of. They showed a picture of, and he looks like a biker. Yeah. He's got longish hair. He's got the shaded, the yeah, shaded it's, it's, eyeglasses not, and a full beard. And so Lorna asks him if he knows anybody who might be able to kill somebody oh, for boy. her. He says, just, "No, not me, but talk to my brother." Oh. So between the Tom. Oh. And, and Lorna after, and this Cole guy, they worked out several murder scenarios. And not only that, but apparently she had joked openly about trying to get someone to kill her husband for years. Mm-hmm. This was not something new. So I don't think anybody really took her seriously at yeah. that point. It was like, that's her shtick. That's her shtick. And it yeah. was, they talked about the bridge on the river, and it all sounds kind of familiar. So the two counties where these crimes were committed form a joint task force and reopen the case. We learned that there was no water in Sandy's lungs, meaning she was dead before she was in the water. Also, there is bruising on her body consistent with being beaten. So here's Charlotte from Cookie Jar Heaven. Her lungs didn't have water in them, so they knew that he was dead before he went in the water. That didn't really add to the story, but it's just like giving her airtime. <laughs> Cops also found blood on the bridge, so it looks like she was probably killed on the bridge, thrown over, and then they pushed the car into the water. So Tom Bird's murder trial began July 1st, 1985 in Emporia. It was the phone calls he made. Now, this is the important part, Jack. When she didn't come home, no, when she didn't pick him up Friday from work, he didn't call home to see if she was home. He didn't call her friends. He immediately called the cops. Right. And that's not what you do when someone fails to pick you up. If I don't come, if I say I'm coming down here, pick you up at noon to go to the oyster, get oysters, and I don't show up at noon, do you call the cops? No. Do you call You call my friends? You call I, Joe? You, you would not well, call the cops. Well, that would be after a while, but no. So... That's the first of all, would I be worried? Yeah. 
<laughs> so here's the lady whose name we can't pronounce. When she didn't come to pick him up, he didn't call home. He didn't call the school. He called the police. Now, with most reasonable people, if my wife didn't show up to meet me somewhere, why didn't you call home? Say, hey, did Sandy show up? But he never did. So here's Dale from Dolly Madison now speaking as a former juror. Yes, his job was a minister of the church. But that didn't change the evidence given. It didn't put him higher, didn't put him lower. It was just an individual charged by the state of Kansas and judged by a jury of his peers. Here's Tom proclaiming his innocence. There's people believe what they want to believe. And I think that that they were set up to believe this by the rumors in town. Yeah, they find him guilty, but we never hear what the charges are. But he got a sentence of 20 years. He was released on parole in 2004. He got remarried while he was in prison, and upon his release, although he's no longer an ordained minister, he does do counseling, and he specializes... He's a lay minister. As a lay minister, he specializes in marriage counseling. Unbelievable. For somehow, Lorna escapes prosecution until 1988 she is eventually convicted we don't know what the charge was was maybe you'll be able to tell me but she got 15 years and she was released in 2007 so i want to get one last bit from charlotte over cookie jar heaven even though um, somebody is a minister doesn't mean that they can't do bad things because they can and they do thanks charlotte you were great now see now if this is now i hope i don't screw this up so sandy got killed first right and tom they didn't think tom had anything to do with it at uh, f- like at, at first they didn't they didn't so she is uh, sandy has been buried and da, 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 yeah da, and there's still there there, there was tom's, nobody tom's frequent and overt visits to lorna got people talking. right but before that Tom was not people were talking behind his back but nobody really thought all um, that stuff was going on I, but again I, I do think that the uh, that he was so right. over at Lorna's people were like this isn't right and right. we know Lorna's a hoe so the Lorna's husband gets killed they they think Tom did it immediately mm-hmm. and he was acquitted he did not they did not charge him for anything to do with Sandy with Marty's oh, they didn't with Marty's crime now now go with me on this it's very confusing yeah. so I'm gonna I hope I can make it sound clear the theory is is that he killed him yeah did you know he was a long distance runner no still wow so going out to a bridge in the middle of nowhere and getting home without having a vehicle going out to a cornfield in the middle of nowhere and getting home without being seen caught or sick He's he a long-distance runner. He ran, he ran five miles a day yeah. regularly. Okay. So so his first trial so, for, for so Marty's murder, he got off. He didn't get in any trouble for Marty's murder. They went back and went into Sandy's murder, and that's when he got charged with the murder of Sandy. He got away with killing what's-his-face? Marty. Marty. It's double jeopardy. You right. can't be tried again. Right. But she got charged with the nineteen. That's what in nineteen eighty eight she got charged for Marty's murder. Right. That they're pretty sure that Tom committed. Correct. Oh if that, wow. If, if I understood that, that correctly. Wow. Because it was because it was that's like because I actually had to like wait what? Yeah. Like I went back a couple of times to do it. That's so it. he in a way kind of got away with her murder mm-hmm. until Mar- if Marty hadn't gotten killed he probably would have got away with it. Wow. 
Wow. That's the way I wow. understood that. Very because it twisted. was Marty's murder that reignited the investigation into so, Sandy. But so dumb, Lorna. You know, oh, wait, I stopped. I got sick. He went into the cornfield, and there was just a guy there to rob. That's the story they right. came up with. Those, what a bunch of idiots. So, in my research, she had gotten married again, mm-hmm. and when she was in prison... He divorced her, right? He divorced her after she admitted, like many, many years later, that she was involved in the killing of Martyr. When she admitted that, he divorced her. Oh, she had to admit so it she first. Actu- he actually believed her in her innocence. Oh, Jesus. And then uh, Tom... Yeah. It's so fucking... I don't get it. Do you it. know what they're doing now? I don't... And it's, they're both dead, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, But both of... Because they're old now. I guess so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, she died a while. I don't have the dates in front of me, but she's de- she got out in... Uh, 2007. Seven, and then she died shortly after that. Because 2007, you know, yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. And uh, he also died. Okay. And he ended up moving to, I want to say Arizona. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Get the and, fuck out And, you know, of the Kansas. work that he did. Yeah, exactly. The work that he did. And, like, you know, life coach kind of a guy like yeah. Lace. And I'm like, what? If you're, I just... Yeah, and this is the this goes back to the whole. These are the choices. The Kevin Kevin gets I, is amused by me now because because of all this, I'll say people. I've said we've had conversations. I've said people just make some really bad choices. Yeah. So one of the running jokes with Kevin, I say, is make good choices, and then that's the funny thing. It's like. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna sit down and we're gonna brainstorm and see how we can kill my wife. Well, let's take her out to the middle of nowhere, which doesn't make any sense to anybody. Yeah, road she's never driven down. And strangle her, throw her in the water, and then drive her car. Believe, I can't believe when they found a, a victim who drowned, they didn't check her lungs for water first off, just to, as a matter of course when they did the autopsy. I mean, there's no there's no water in but her. But there lungs. was no evidence. This woman didn't drown. They they didn't invest. I'm putting it in my words they didn't investigate hard enough to prove that he had anything to do with yeah. it it was later that they came back that they found tom know, seems blood in the car or blood on the bridge yeah. or something 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 i can't believe he got away with that and the other thing that it kept coming up was like well that happened 10 miles away yeah. he could run that and not think twice yeah. about it yeah wow wow insidious but uh anyway that's the tale of Oof. the birds preacher another preacher <laughs> another another person in power a preacher we mm. did one with a cop we, we didn't got another with... one with another murderous preacher coming up too. Oh, that's on the docket but it's, anyway. it's almost i used to say that i had to stop saying this because it actually sounded rude but i at this point i don't care when you hear about somebody who's in that kind of a position who falls so horribly yeah i used to say it was delicious yeah it's so delicious yeah. to hear that this person has created done all these horrible things yeah, and they're, they're leading this life it's like why are you it. you're leading a false life yeah yeah, yeah. you're leading such a false life i don't, I don't I don't even it. know what the expression means, but what? feet of clay, feet of clay. We've gone over this jars before. of clay, feet of clay. Feet I don't, of it's, clay? it's a saying, and I it's think it means thing. Hip- hypocrisy. Oh, that's what I, it means. I think that's what it means. It was on Gidget. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Google that one really quick. Hold and on. the definition is. <laughs> Should I pause it? Okay, okay, okay. You ready? Got it. If you say that a person is suspected of an of suspect. <laughs> If you say that a person who is respected or admired has feet of clay or has clay feet, you mean that they have serious faults, which you or other people do not know about before. There you go. See? So I used it correctly. Yay. 
Thanks you for... love those those two dollar <sighs> words and statements. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yes, thank Someday, you. The apple the 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 the